It's time. I'm not afraid. Yeah. You will be. Suck it up. Pull up your big boy panties now. Because you lost. Do you want to hear something really scary? <laughs> this you know, yeah. is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey, crappy opening. I, so, I, we're, so we're back with the, with the same. You know what it is? It's a test. It's a test because I made the one mistake, and it's going to be uh, this is the bar by which everything is going to be measured. The one mistake of mouthing off the poly early on in, in one of the first few episodes about right. a change they wanted to make. And now it's going to be mess with them and see if we can get them back there. I'm not going to let it happen. I'm not going to let it happen. It's not me. He's I'm not saying it's you. You He's both me. said. You were going to fix it, and now every day it starts, I get the douche chills. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, well I'm not going to throw Larry under the bus yet, because Larry's actually in some of the segment later on. A question from a viewer, which I'm is sure great. sure he's excited about that. It is, it is great. Welcome to the big show, and I'm going to go right to it. We have an exciting new segment that we're going to start doing because we're getting so many more emails now asking this question, Joshy. Yeah, so many. So email, if you want to get involved, it's ESPNOrange at gmail.com. We can get those emails right there. Of course, the text line might be quicker and easier. That is 315-288-0644. Great way to get in touch with us. And we did get a bunch of them uh, yesterday here after we finished the, the Daniel Baldwin show and overnight as they listen on demand. You can do that uh, in iTunes, Google Play, uh, over on ESPNSyracuse.com. This one comes from Bob. He says, I listened to the show yesterday. Both you and Paulie, I'm assuming he means you, Daniel Baldwin, don't paint a great picture for Syracuse football next season. You more so than Paulie. Why is that? Ooh. Well, because uh, I'm, I'm a realist. I don't no. know. Um, <laughs> but, but I do have, I do have, because Josh did preface me saying, wow, we're getting lit up with a lot more emails and stuff, so do you want to pick through any of these? And I said, no, you pick. So when he picked the questions, I then got a chance to look at them ahead of time, and here's what I have for you. So Syracuse's final ranking, what was Syracuse's final ranking, Paulie, do you think, nationally as a team after the football season? Oh, I have no idea. What's your guess? What's the number? 87. No, they were actually 71. I think the Clemson win... Gave him a lot. Probably dropped him down <laughs> fifteen or so. Yeah. So so, but but get, now check this out. Their recruit ranking, uh, as far as the top hundred and thirty teams recruiting in Division One, guess where the recruit ranking was? Fifty-seven. Forty-nine. Woo! Go on. They're number forty-nine in the recruiting pool this year, and they were number nine in the ACC. So with the record that I'm projecting that they're going to have, which is about five wins. I, I, that, that'll keep them around, probably number nine. You know, I mean, that puts them right on about where they're going to be. Now, you had them at seven wins. Yeah, if that's not pay- – I've been around Syracuse football the past 15 years. If seven wins isn't painting a rosy picture for the Syracuse football program, I don't know what is. Well, when's the last time we won six? A couple of years ago with uh, Schaefer, Coach yeah. Schaefer's first year, and they went to the Texas Bowl. Mm-hmm. They went to the Texas Bowl. Yeah, and they won the Texas Bowl. We did, who do we beat in the Texas Bowl? I can't even remember. Texas. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Minnesota. Uh, uh, Boom. So. You know, you give the Syracuse Orange uh, ranking right there, and it reminds me of my grandmother, who when I graduated high school, out of a class of 200, I was ranked like 189 or something. Right. And she says, Josh, you're at least you're not last. And I go, thanks, Grandma. I'm not last. That's what I think about with Syracuse. At least they're not the worst. Well, no, there's something to be said, too, about Did you ever read that thing about... Uh, 
I think it's Albert Einstein and his mother, mm. um, um, where uh, she turned around and she said to him, you know, I, I think I'm going to keep you home and homeschool you. I got a letter and she's holding a letter in her hand saying that you're, you're so much smarter than the other kids that the teacher feels that it's holding you back. And I really believe that, you know, I should get you some books and do some stuff here at home because I don't want it to hold you back because you're so bright and blah, blah, blah. Well, many, many years after the mother died, Einstein found this letter. And, and, and it might not have been Einstein. No, it was Thomas Edison. That's who it was. And so Edison turned around and read the letter and it said, your son is so stupid that he can't even keep up. <laughs> she's like, look, we, we can't even have him in the classroom. Thomas Edison's yeah. teacher said, we have to remove him from the school. And the mother did not want to send that message to him. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to send a message out to the fans out there because, believe me, I bleed orange. I'm a big Syracuse fan. But at the same time, taking on this responsibility of coming in here and telling you what I think. And there are times when I've made Nostradamus picks and stuff where I'm, you know, look, I said that we would be Clemson. You know, no one, I, I got laughed at by Axe and all these other guys. Did you just tell people that you think we have a chance to be Clemson? I said, well, of course we have a chance. We're a Division One football team playing at home in a dome. There's always, you know, right. one, one good punt return and a couple of fumbles and, you know, it's 21 points. So, of course you can beat them. We could beat Alabama. It's possible, you know, not likely. So that's what I based my decisions on. I based them on, you know, what we have coming back right now, people that are leaving, um, you know. I, I don't think it's more than a five-win season. Now, I, I would be glad to be a plus or minus two and have that be a plus two and make it seven as what as Paulie picked out. And there are a couple of games in there that are, you know, they're kind of toss-up games. You don't know the unknown factors are when Boston College graduates or loses half their offense, which was pretty high-powered last year, who's going to come? We're not sure how that kid's going to react and, and whether that system is going to play well again. So, you know, there are some unknown. We could win, we could win eight, you know, for sure we could. But at five, they're technically better than four. Is that an improvement? You know, well, well, I think he inherited like a three-win team. So by that nature, then in five years, if they win one more per year, they'll win, yeah. they'll win eight. Yeah. He's on season three coming up, right? Yeah, and I think the big question mark next year is how good the teams that lost like their star quarterbacks are going to be, Wake Forest and Louisville. And you got to be able to beat them with the young quarterbacks next year. So well, well, we'll see how it goes. Well, we definitely have a quarterback that that's, you know, ready to play, you know, yeah. it's, his health will be a factor. Yeah, you know? Syracuse may have one of the best top three quarterbacks in the league next year. So. Yeah, for sure. They did this year. Well, they have anybody that's going to catch the ball is the question. <laughs> they do not have receivers. That's right. that's, yeah, there's a couple incoming freshmen, though, and, 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 and I looked at their rankings. We, we got, a, you know, a nice crop of guys coming in. So th- this was what I said in the very early shows when we did them. And I said, you know, you really can't say how well a coach is doing. In defense of Coach Babers, you can't say how well until – his first-year guys that he recruited on his own are seniors. Mm-hmm. By that time, you better start to see you know, some type of a pattern uh, and, and some um, escalation and success, or, or the coach is in trouble, for yeah. sure. And certainly by season five, you better have a winning record. You know, uh, uh, that would be my opinion. So I don't think he's under the microscope yet in season three coming up, but certainly when we get into season four, people are going to start to take a look at, these are all your guys now. So, you know, I think he's going to be scrutinized a lot more with how, how successful they are. And he's got, some guys, he's got some studs coming in. And Syracuse is at a point now where you can't just every three years keep 
firing coaches. You got to you got to have a make guy. a plan and stick with it. Yeah. Maybe five years, maybe six years. You just got to stick with someone, right? But but then that goes back to what I said. So so you, you know, so play the tape forward. So let's say next year, Paulie's right, or in between Paulie and I. I said five wins. Paulie mm-hmm. said seven. Let's say they win six and they're both eligible. Two game improvement. Going to a bowl game for the first time in a while. Great. Now we start to see the guys that he recruited in season four and five. And in those two years, they go seven wins and then nine. You think Babers is staying after he wins nine games at Syracuse? You're right back to a well, new Well, I think the two, and I see a phone call, Paulie, I think that Marone might have been their guy. I don't think that they didn't fire him. He left. Yeah, and he got him to bowl games. Yeah. So. Marone might have been their long term plan, and they got kind of blindsided, blindsided with that job. We got the, I can't see the name Oliver. there, Paul. Oliver, you're on with Daniel Baldwin. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, so, uh, You guys are talking about uh, the whole Syracuse uh, football thing, and I'm going to throw this in here. This is why uh, This is why I think things have come to the way that they've come. When I was a kid, the first ever game I went to, the first ever sporting event I went to was Syracuse University versus Miami. We had Donovan McNabb. We were in the top ten in the country. I think we were in the top five, and if we won, there was the – conversation that we were going to be the number one team in the country because Miami was so good that if we won, we would definitely be number one. Now, that was the first game I went to, and guess what? We lost. I remember it. I remember it vividly. I remember my grandfather, who never, ever showed emotion at any sports game. He was pissed. So the whole thing is, the reason I say that is because not too long ago, or even someone that's 30 years old like me, I remember when Syracuse was a top 10 school. I remember when Syracuse was actually a name that people looked at the schedule and they said, God, we don't want to play them. That's what this team was. That's not what this team is now. And people forget that. People think of the glory days. They think of Ernie Davis. They think of all this stuff. And they think of how we're a great program. We're not right now. But I'll tell you what, I've seen... Dino Babers, take these kids and get them to play for him and themselves. And it's just incredible what this guy has done. Now, my brother-in-law does the recruiting for um, Cuse Nation. His name is Mike McAllister. You guys have him on. He's absolutely fantastic. He, uh, we, but, uh, yeah, I've heard him a few times. He's on every show. Oh, yeah. I know Paul he has. <laughs> I, know, I know you have, brother. Um, the whole thing is we've got something that's happening now in that we haven't had in a while. We've got some good kids that are starting to look at this program. And once this program starts trending up farther and farther, you can see this team. Maybe this team will get back to a point where they win nine games, ten games. Maybe they will crack crack the uh, top 25. That's not going to be right away. That's not going to be soon. And people just expect, because like I said, they go back and they remember Donovan McNabb and, Don McPherson, and they remember that, and they say we should be a top top ten program. That's not how it is nowadays. College athletics has changed, the sport has changed, and being in the ACC, we're in a great conference, but we're still not at the level of the Clemson, the the Auburns, the Alabamas, all those 
No, so, and so certain, no, and, and when you talk about the Donovan McNabb era, and you talk about the last couple of runs where we've flashed, and I'll call it our program has flashed into national attention, we haven't been a national steady high-ranking power since Ernie Davis. So we've had our runs. We've had an undefeated season. I think it was in '87. We've had, you know, so we've we've flashed into it, but we haven't had a top twenty-five, three, four years in a row team in quite some time so make no mistake about it i'll disagree with you on something people still fear especially when they have to travel to the dome even a clemson who overlooked us a little bit teams aren't going to do that anytime soon because of that win last year when you go on the road and you play in the carrier dome against even a mediocre to losing record syracuse university you better watch your ass because you're playing in hostile territory in front of hungry fans with a division one program that can beat anybody on any given sunday that's not the problem the problem is how do we win eight times a year five years in a row so we we reestablish ourselves with that reputation exactly oliver that you're talking about and be and and give us a chance at not recruiting the number 49 79 and 129 ranked player as our best when you look at at the orange paw next to the top 25 recruits alabama and clemson have recruited like 15 of 25 guys i mean they're just that's what happens with a consistent winning program you you can't sustain against those teams when your recruits are are are, you know every once in a while you get a really good guy you have to consistently recruit i I think there's also a myth that when syracuse was good in the late 80s and 90s in the mcnab era that they were recruiting great that syracuse has never gotten the big four-star recruits they've gotten the guys other people didn't want and were co- and coached them up into becoming great. But McNabb wasn't a highly sought after guy. I think Syracuse and Nebraska were the only two schools going after him. You know, they made players into the stars that they are, and that's something that hopefully Dino Babers has the ability to do. He gets that three star kid and is able to make him into a pro prospect. That's a good point. Well, I think Dino does have that ability. If you look at what we've done, we've had spurts where we've shown that we are. I say we. Um, Syracuse has had spurts where it's shown that it's a good team and he can coach these guys up. But um, it's also just a matter of attrition. We don't have the number of guys that we need at the skill level that we need. And fans just expected, just expected that it was going to happen because we're Syracuse. We're Syracuse. You know what? We're Syracuse doesn't really mean as much as it used to anymore. And being Syracuse, Yes, we're in a we're in a power five conference, but we ask, we also have to sit back and we have to realize that these days when we get the good guys, we're gonna get the best that we can and we are gonna do exactly what Paulie said. We're gonna coach these guys up because these guys we need the kind of guys that will play hard every down. We need the guys that everyone passed on, but they're a top top prospect. And- all right, Oliver. Thank you for your call, man. We got to hit spots. I don't want to run out of time here. Uh, keep the conversation going. I'm. I think this is a hot topic right now. The uh, text line is open. Texts are coming in two eight eight zero six forty four. Of course, the phone is open for ESPN forty four. That's four three seven seven six. Shut up, Oliver. Four four eight. <laughs> Oliver, how your... dare you, <laughs> Oliver? One of our all star callers. No, he callers. is great. Great dude. All right, we'll back. Informed too. Yeah, Thank you, uh, Oliver. But... This is the Daniel Baldwin <laughs> Show presented by Liverpool Pool and Spa on ESPN Radio Syracuse. <laughs> 
This is Stephen Fonte. SU assistant coach Alan Griffin will join us every Tuesday at 12.15 on Orange Nation throughout the basketball season to break down the team. He's brought to you by Casanova Jewelry. You can listen right here every week on ESPN Radio. Tonight, Syracuse at Miami. Large pregame 6.45, tip time 7 o'clock. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now. Hey, Oliver, I know you're still listening out there. Don't pay attention to these guys, man. I appreciate your call. Yeah, we only cut you off because we were running long. We were just having fun. <laughs> Somebody give Oliver his own morning show or something. He's Seriously. got a lot to say. And we will exactly. get Mike McAllister on next week to talk as you recruits. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we'll do it. We yeah, get we a lot got- of feedback. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying we get a lot of feedback next day. Uh, because a lot of our uh, listeners are happening right here. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, they they catch the uh, Daniel Baldwin Show on demand. And the phone calls and the texts and the emails, uh, ESPNOrange at gmail.com, come in overnight. This one came in talking baseball, which is, when do they report to spring training? Oh, soon. Very soon, right? <laughs> I love when you throw questions out there. Paul, what's the exact date and time? Right, exactly. Uh, no. Uh, so, okay, Daniel, you mentioned Hall of Fame voting because we were talking uh, uh, Hall of Fame in or out. and then Sammy oh, the Sosa, steroid stuff. Sammy Sosa, be, they, he can't come back or he can't go to the Cubs unless he right. admits he'd whatever. Right, right. You mentioned Hall of Fame voting for baseball. Can you really keep Barry Bonds out for PED use? Well, you know, uh, and like I said, I knew that you were going to ask this question as you went through the, 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 uh, the plethora of emails coming in now, which is lovely. Love it. Um, so here's a list of the Hall of Famers that are on the bubble because of suspected steroid use. Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds, Rafael Palmero, Mark McGuire. So now, let me look at that. Roger Clemens is going to be kept out of the Hall of Fame or Barry Bonds because you suspect he did he did PEDs, he, he did performance-enhancing drugs. So I, I, you know, I mentioned in the show yesterday my stance on this. Who cares whether if that's what he wants to endanger his liver or he wants to? It's not like he did, he corked his bat, you know. I mean, he did something to himself to enhance his performance. Is that so? Isn't weightlifting enhancing your performance? Yeah. The other thing, the era, if you look at it, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling was pitching to Barry Bonds, so it was roid on roid crime. You know, right. it wasn't it wasn't like everybody wasn't doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the fact that I know these guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame is because I knew every single one of their names. If I know who these guys are, they're so, clearly big baseball so, stars. So here's the question you asked the guy, because when I was in college and playing football, I said this question, how much did you weigh your senior year in high school? <laughs> it's when I see a guy that was monstrous, and mm-hmm. I go... How much did you weigh when you played your senior? And the guy goes, "Oh, I was one ninety. You know, I was one eighty. I was, and he's now two sixty, and he's a linebacker. You know, what I mean, he's got pimples growing out mm-hmm, of his eyelids. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he, yeah, he's definitely taking something to get at that level. But here's the problem with it, particularly in football, more I think than baseball, and that is, if enough guys are doing it for you to compete against them, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. You, you, your frame, and and the thing about steroid use that is not understood, and I'm going to explain it to you right now. It is not the fact that you take this steroid and it makes your muscle grow that much bigger and faster. That is not the most significant factor in using steroids. Do you know what it is? No. Ball shrinkage? Test, yeah, I was going to say testicular (laughs) shrinkage. No. So, before I had ever tried steroids, which I tried steroids in college, and I'm going to tell you what happened. 
you would go in and let's say stereotypically you're using two body parts when you're lifting in the weight room. So you're going to do chest and triceps, right? So you blow it out chest-wise. You hit the bench press, maxing out five sets, you know, six repetitions each set with the most weight you can lift. The higher the weight you lift, the more you tear the muscle. Now you need to let the muscle recuperate. So imagine ripping open an orange peel into several pieces or something very striated, stringy. So you rip it open and then those individual strings swell and multiply. And then that time that you rest, you allow, but you can only rip them so much before your body is so fatigued. After one week of steroid use, I would hit the bench and crush it for 45 minutes to the point where I could not lift my hands without a weight above my... Four hours later, I could go back in the gym and lift again. The amount of stamina and the recuperation period by taking steroids is unbelievable. It's like a wonder drug. So suddenly you go, hey, I'm going to go lift again. You can lift and lift and lift and lift and lift with such a short amount of time in between, even the same body parts sometimes. And you can maximize what would take four months worth of workout into a month. It's not four, the steroids that make you strong. It's the ability to keep working out. The steroids over give you, along with making your muscle yeah. re- re- regenerate faster and bigger, also the amount of time you can spend in the weight room when you're on steroids on a steady basis is, un- is inf- unfathomable to me. Taking, the, uh, go ahead, the thing I have an issue with is Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, they're all Hall of Famers. They were whether they were taking PEDs or not. The problem was was guys like Brady Anderson and Brian Giles went from hitting five home runs to 50 home runs in a year. So it did have some effect on the game, right? Yeah, but you know, again, I, 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 I'm, I'm torn at the idea of either you're going to strictly test them to make sure no one does it, and then we're going back to was he Carl Yaskrimski and that talented a natural athlete that didn't take any performance enhancing, or are you going to, are you going to look at guys? Here, here's a great one for you. Here's another perfect example of it. Did you notice in the '80s when they started testing more in the NBA for basketball, how many more guys were bald? I guess no. Take a look at it now. Oh, because of the hair strands. Now now watch them. Now watch them when they put their hands up on the foul line. Some of the most famous basketball players, they have no hair under their armpits. They have no hair on their legs. They have no hair in their bodies. They removed the hair off their entire body so they could not be tested by a hair follicle, which is a genetic map to what drugs you're on. They can only be urine tested or blood tested, which only goes back with certain drugs for a few days. But on a hair test, you can test them for months. We got a phone call? Jake. Jake in Syracuse. Syracuse, Not from State Farm. You're on with Daniel Baldwin. What are you wearing, Jake? What do you got, Jake? (laughs) What am I wearing? You don't want to know, man. Um, You were talking about taking steroids. I I never took steroids, but I did take deer antler velvet, which is on the uh, banned NFL substance list, and Uh I totally lost my neck. Uh, That stuff works great if you're ever gonna you can get it at gnc you know it's over the counter um what does it do it take, it just helps you like read listen bring robin in here i've been on the velvet i've been on the velvet before you have oh yeah, yeah. it works on other things too oh very oh. nice it works on other things too uh but here's here's my take on um steroids in baseball listen you, you said earlier you know pitchers were taking it and hitters were taking it then hey it was an even even field you know uh, but don't point at guys and say, oh, yeah, I think this guy was juicing. We never tested him. But then don't point at a guy like Frank Thomas and Ken Griffey Jr. and say, oh, they weren't taking it. They only hit 60 home runs a season. But, no, those guys were clean. I mean, come on, man, don't, don't do that. Let these guys in the Hall of Fame because 
if steroids made you a great baseball player, then Hulk Hogan would be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. No? That's right. Take my call. That's right. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Jake. Good That's point. a great point. And, and, you know, the other thing we're looking at, what Paulie's saying about some guys who ju- who had a, established a certain rhythm of how many home runs, how many RBIs, and then they jumped. The immediate speculation is that he's probably taking somebody to enhance his performance. What about the guy who only hit 20 home runs for 10 years? Maybe he only would have hit two if he wasn't on the That's juice. True. You know what I mean? So we don't even know if a lot of mediocre players were taken. I say, let them take whatever they want. And if they die at five of some terrible disease because they took it, that was the risk they took. We love your texts. We love your emails. We always get to them uh, whenever we get a chance. Of course, ESPNOrange at gmail.com and 288-0644 is that text line. We will be back. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse. Did you miss In the Booth with Matt Park? Mike Waters, H2O, how are you? I'm good, Matt. How you doing? Good, man. What do you know? Cold outside still. It, it is cold. That is uh, breaking news. We appreciate uh, your being right on top of it for us. It's brutal. H2O is frozen. That's right. I've, I've had enough. I'm kind of over the winter already, I think. Yeah, I'm tired. In the booth, two to three weekdays. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. The home of Mets baseball, ESPN 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, and we're back, and we're live. Mm. What do you got over there, Joshy? I am, uh, I'm ready to hand it to my good friend Polly with his... Extremely popular segment, So What, where he asks us, what Let's are these headlines that you Let's find? Uh, yeah, they're what we call headlines, Josh. Go ahead. Headlines. And do we uh, So What It or not? Uh, New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady sustained an injury to his right throwing hand in a minor collision in practice Wednesday, according to a source. I don't know if this has been debunked in the past couple of hours, but... Tom Brady hurt his hand? Yes. You know those painters that can paint with their feet? He'll just my, throw with his like feet. Like my left foot? Yeah. <laughs> he just, those guys who like have no arms but they can paint with their feet, that's how I see Tom Brady uh, going to the Super Bowl and winning. Is he'll throw the ball with his feet. Well, we're going to come back and talk about my opinion on this because, so what? I don't think it's even going to matter. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Chris Dunn of the Bulls. This isn't even a so what. This is more of a, oh my God, oh, did you dear. see that? Chris Dunn of the Bulls smashed his face on the ground. Chipping and dislocating his teeth and getting a concussion. This is a new segment called, oh, no, 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 no. If you watch this video, if every ounce of his weight falls on his teeth. It's it's um, it's it's by any other standard except for watching the video. It's just so what? But oh, but oh my God, dude, he, he just he ate the floor. But, uh, so I feel bad for him. I can't say so. What. Larry, put the video up on Facebook for our listeners to see. Larry, no. did, Larry did work today? Yeah, why? Expect oh, to get a text. Expect to get a text now that says, yeah. uh, "Polly, could you post that video for me?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Polly, take care of it. And early Super Bowl odds say the Eagles would be underdogs to both the New England Patriots and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So no matter who the Eagles will face, they will be underdogs if they win. You know, I I I I think you got to do this now, Daniel, because we just did two stories on it. This I think is, it's ready. This is, I think this is ready. I think you're ready to hear it right now. Do you believe? My soul is prepared. How is yours? Quatrains from the Great One. What is this? It's time for Nostra Daniel. Bortles and Brady's Mortals. 
in a hole at the Great Bowl. We'll bonk on the gonk and the gronk. New England not super, Brady in the pooper. <laughs> I love it. You heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. Jacksonville does not need the eight points, the eight and a half points. Jacksonville upsets the New England Patriots in the AFC Finals. This is a great one has spoken. This is an unbelievable take. You're, You're calling this game. I am telling you that Jacksonville is going to beat the New England Patriots and go to the Super Bowl. The game is in New England. Isn't that one of your rules? Like the inter- interdivisional home dog or they're whatever? Not, they're not interdivisional home dogs. Interdivisional would be AFC East. That would be the that would be if gotcha. New England was getting points. Right. So they're not. Um, I believe uh, that you'll see Jacksonville probably fall behind. I believe that Gronkowski could go out with another injury. I believe that they're zoning in on Gronkowski to take him out of the game. And I believe that you'll watch Brady not succeed and deliver his team to the Super Bowl. Jacksonville in the Super Bowl and Minnesota is plus three, three and a half again. Or, or Eagles are plus three, three and a half. Take the Eagles and run. The Eagles and Jacksonville in the Super Bowl. A Bortles Foles quarterback. Bortles Foles in the in the in the who cares Super Bowl quarterback. The Barf Bowl. The Barf Bowl. So so we're we're now now we're gonna we're gonna call this segment. I'm gonna give it to you now. We'll see if you got it. Ready? Jacksonville plus eight and a half. We're taking Jacksonville and the Eagles plus three and a half. We're taking the Eagles. Al Pacino. What? Al Pacino. We're calling it. We're, we're calling it Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Okay. Let me see if I can figure this out. Eight. I'm going to be here all day. Uh, ooh, uh, so both of them are the underdogs. underdogs. Go go go. Underdog day afternoon. Dog day afternoon, ah! ladies and gentlemen. Ding, 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 ding. Sweet Polly Pearman. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Underdog is on it, baby. Al Pacino. Uh, Josh. Attica! Exactly. Josh, Thank you. Uh, do you agree with that? Do I agree with oh, that? Oh, yeah. You want to give your two cards? I two? already did at the beginning of the last week on your show. I predicted Vikings uh, Patriots. So. So you're so you're so I'm you're, still in on my original picks. Vikings, so so you're just the opposite of me. Yes, I like it. Any prediction I had went out the window when Drew Brees lost. I, I thought the Saints were going. There you but go. That, so and finally, and so what, guys? A 24 year old Lincoln man was fo- found himself in trouble with the law after he attempted to purchase a pizza and chicken parm from Domino's. He handed the attendant a fifty dollar bill that was torn. Clerk said, "We can't take this," so he gave her a twenty in a bag of weed. That's a good one, yeah. That's not a so what. That's commerce. That happens. You gotta have a little spice on the pizza, no? You gotta have a little spice on the pizza. Is marijuana legal in the state right now? Uh, it's uh, in Lincoln, so I'm guessing Nebraska. No, no, not in Nebraska. No. So, no. so yeah, you can't pay with a twenty bag of weed. So she turned him in for the twenty bag of weed. Did yeah. she? She called not the cops. Cool. Wow. Not a bro. Not a bro. Listen, man, he just gave you forty bucks for a pizza. I know. <laughs> that was actually- you know what I mean? Yeah. You see the math on that? That was the tip. You weren't putting it in the register. Yeah, you were figuring it out. It was terrible. You didn't have the uh, the meteor sp- on your so what? You're not no. so. You're not worried about the meteor. I think we need to talk about uh, in, in the last segment. Okay. Todd. Todd, I can't say people's last names. I, I shouldn't say their last no, names when they call us. Todd Lawless. Yeah. There is a rumor over at Shaughnessy's Pub that you. Josh 
and Paulie were out with the great one, Ed Levine, at Joey's for lunch yesterday. We Holy were. crap! We went out one time for lunch, and people are already talking. At Shaughnessy's are talking about they it. Were, they were taking pictures with this guy and everything. The story I hear is that you're going national with the show. My friend is at the next table and heard a bunch of your conversation. <laughs> wow! No. It's kind there of crazy. Wow. There were two tables sitting like within earshot of us. Well, they were right in the corner yeah. with us, so, so I guess our voices were carrying. Now mind so, your business, Tom, whatever uh, the hell your name so, is. So, so he also noticed Larry was not there. Is Larry out? Let me tell you something. I asked Larry yesterday. I said, "Hey, can you pull up a song? Uh, can you pull up the song Linger?" Uh, um, so, and it was uh, for the from the cranberries. Funniest parody. And, 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 and it was for a funny thing that we were going to do. And he said, "Oh yeah, Linger, okay." And uh, and so we do the show, and and I point over to Paulie Snowicker. I go, "Play Linger, play Linger." He's like, "What are you talking about?" So. I get done with it. He goes, what were you asking me about? I go, Linger did not, didn't he set that up? I, I was under the impression Larry's the producer of the show, correct? Yes. yes okay. Correct. So now you tell me, still new, but I, I think I'm getting it down. Am I not supposed to go to him and ask him to do that? Yes, and right he thing? is supposed to do it immediately. Okay, do you know what his answer to me was? What? His answer to me was... I told Paulie to do it. <laughs> he sent me a text, and I, I I was on the air, so I'm not looking at my phone while I'm on. But the what air. do you say to that? That'd be like me going to the great one and going, "Hey Ed, can you uh, can you pull a cranberries best of for me? Uh, I need yeah, that for the morning Could you imagine show. if you went to the great Ed Levine and told him to pull a song up for you? Yeah, would, you, would you would you would you yeah, not be would, get the don't let the hit the door well, in the yeah, ass? He'd pull a box out of the closet and say, "Get the hell out of here, get your stuff." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, not, I wouldn't yeah, say that to You can't go, in, in any job, you can't go to your boss and ask him to do something. You are his boss. Yes, You're all without, of our bosses. So, yeah, I mean, technically. How do, right. <laughs> so, so how does that work that, I mean, do we need to do we need to get him in here for, you know, a straight, are you going to straighten this out? I mean, I don't feel he safe to care. go to him now. No. If you brought him in here, he would just be nonchalant and not care. It's just... He is just right, so should I not go to him when I have an idea no, like that anymore? No, you definitely go to him. He knows now to do it. I had a yeah, I'd rather him. not go to him if it's going to create. I don't want to. I, I like Joe. We get along fine, but I, and, and I don't want to overwhelm him with work. I just, <laughs> I just don't know what to do. Do you literally know Linger is in our computer system here? Like all he had to do I don't know how to do it though, or I would do it myself. No, Maybe no. I should have him teach me how to do it. No, so. no he's, he's the you producer. have a producer, Daniel. <laughs> right, that's how it works. You're yes. supposed to. <laughs> All right, well, look, if I'm making a movie and I'm directing it, or, or, or even if I'm the actor, I go to the producer and go, hey, can I get, you know, I want a coat on set next week, but it's too cold, or I would tell the line producer, yeah. you know, the guy who t- puts out fires on set. Yeah. He, he, so, so, so give me his job description. Getting linger for you is in his <laughs> job. And literally, all he had to do was pull me aside and say, Daniel wants linger to play, because linger plays on at least two radio stations that we own. So all I have to do is go on the computer and type linger and it pops up. So I had no idea. No, I'm not saying you did. I just I just no, thought it was very interesting. He goes, I not not I asked, he goes, I told Paulie to do it. <laughs> no, and he, I thought that's his job. I, I thought Paulie was but maybe, you know, maybe I don't know something. Maybe when you're the producer of a show, you have the power to... No. Okay. No. So, when it but, comes to cell zone, everything so he, up is down and down So is he up. gets away with it because you're not a put-the-screws-to-him guy. Uh, I spoke with him yesterday, and he stormed out of the building. Yeah. So, yeah, when it was time to go. So, yeah, I think he's got... I think he understands now. I don't uh-huh. know that he cares, but I think he <laughs> understands. <laughs> wow. 
I'm so confused now. It's like you're playing with a bomb with Celso. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. You don't know what's going to happen. What's he so angry at? Oh, dude, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't I, know what he was so busy. That let's take him out to the chicken ranch. Let's get him out there. Let's get it over with. It's what? been like three years. He's going to blow up. <laughs> take him out to the chicken ranch? I love it, yeah. I'd say we take him to the chicken ranch. Oh, he'll be loosened right now. Where it's after. legal. Mm. It, it won't take but five seconds. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. He'll be think loose. About it. He'll be happy as a... I'll be happy as a clown. I'll have Maisie May come walking out going, hi, Joey. You know those cartoons where the, like, the cartoon character's feet start fluttering and they fly in the air? That'd be like, him, yeah. Like a hobo to like an apple pie. Like a hobo to an apple <laughs> <laughs> We'll come back. Oh We've got a lot to get to still. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show oh, on ESPN no. Radio. This is Eric Hughes. Oh, no. Don't just do it every day. Do it several times a day. Because it feels that good. Ooh, yep, that's what I'm talking about. Get the latest sports headlines. The buzz around the leagues. Follow your favorite hosts and let them know what you think. Did you miss a show on ESPN Syracuse? Just log on to our website. ESPNSyracuse.com ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, and we're back. So, so far, let's just go over something really quick. We have Nostra Daniel. We have So What. Um, we have... Uh, listener email, right? We have listener email. Email. Mm. Okay, so we're going to start today. Text of the day. I like sure, it. Text I love it. Of the day. Okay, and then we've got uh, conspiracy theory, which we start tomorrow. Yeah, right? the Daniel Baldwin uh, conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> and mystery guest is tomorrow, too. Theory. And we have mystery guests. So many segments. Mystery guests. Like where this is going. I like it. Mystery guest. Keep things going. Okay, so that's, that's our guarantee. So. Text of the day, we're going to do it at the end of the show. It won't be a set in stone thing because you got to wow us. We got to have a, a true text of the day. All right. So it's not just, or should we do pick even through thin pickings? And if it's whatever text we've, we wrote. So we've definitely got the text of the I day. I think today. it's got to wow us. And we'll give, because that way we'll give that person SU basketball tickets. Ooh. So if you wow to you us. Baldwinsville General Dentistry. Love them. Well, I gotta get over to Baldwinsville Gentle. Do you think they're gonna work a deal out with me? Because I'm gonna talk about how great Baldwinsville Gentle yes. Dentistry is. Do you have sleep apnea? Any, yeah, any type. Not of- that I have sleep apnea. I've got a lot of work I need done on my teeth. I'm going over there for my sleep apnea. They do a good job. And are they doing sleep apnea? And you have to give them your insurance, or they're doing it for you because you're Josh? And we're gonna talk about we're, Baldwinsville. We'll see how that works. You and I can. Yeah, mm, I know what you're talking you're about. You're showing my dirtiness. Text of the day today. I believe that well, we got to vote. Let's so let's come up with the text of the day, which we have, yeah. and then we decide the three of us. Two two votes says is, yeah, this is, was a, is a yes. So today's text of the day, Josh, you received the text of the day. What is it? Text line is of always two eight eight zero six four four. Store it in your phone right now. And today's text of the day. Larry sounds like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who texted Larry sounds like a little bitch? I haven't gotten the name yet. Oh, wow, correct. Look at that. I haven't gotten the name yet. I, asked. Uh, I vote yes for that text uh, of the day. He gets like Syracuse it. tickets. Yeah, we'll, he, like we'll send him to the Syracuse uh, BC uh, game. Whoever said way. Larry sounds like a little bitch, that guy's going to the Syracuse basketball game. A couple game, weeks right? ago, the same person texted and said they'd like to sit in a hot tub with a bunch of sixes. So I don't know what even that means. I think we were talking about the hot tubs. But I think uh, we were talking about putting tens and nines in, yeah. the, in the tub. He says he'll do it with sixes. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't Get care. That Liverpool pool and spa to hot tub in Oh here. my God, imagine rolling up. I went into Liverpool pool yeah. and spa, I told you, and I saw the stuff they have. 
we got, I got to get something going there. Yeah, we nice got to get. I, I mentioned to Ed in the famous lunch now about the fact that we didn't. We kind of serpentined our way around this. Now I'm not going to say for sure, but but there were discussions. Let's be honest mm-hmm. and forthright in this room right now about taking the show on a podcast. I'm possibly taking it national podcast and maybe even national radio and syndicating it as a radio show. We're not sure where it all goes yet, but you know we 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 are now the number one downloaded show in sports here. No one's going to touch the great Joshy Josh's morning show, but but thankfully I don't have to compete with that. No, because it's not in the sports genre. And we will be doing. I I think it's pretty fairly uh, decided. We'll be doing something very big here uh, wow. with uh, the show, gentlemen. There is an asteroid that potentially could hit the Earth mm-hmm. on Please. February 4th. <laughs> an asteroid is going to be floating in. It could get pulled in. It could hit the Earth. You have 10 seconds to list what you want, you want to do with that last day. Uh, 10 seconds are uh, d- d- motorboat Kate Upton. Motorboat Kate Upton. Consensually, of course, because it's 2018. Wow. I am just going to sit there and take... The, I want to. I want to find where the meteor is hitting and get the direct hit. <laughs> I want to be a ground zero. You don't want you're any gonna, chance. You're you know, going making sure. You don't, want you, don't, you don't die some hellish long-term <laughs> yeah. blackness. No, death. I want ground zero. I am going to lay and kiss and caress my beautiful wife. <laughs> You're a better man than us. I'm, that, that's what I'm, I'm motorboating do. a supermodel. I'm taking definite death. That's what I'm going to do. And when you say it. close, it's within 2.4 million miles, and that's close for an asteroid. But if it's coming at us, uh, Polly's heading right to Topeka, Kansas, and <laughs> laying in a field waiting yeah. for it to right smash. trailer park. <laughs> Paulie <laughs> Paul, Paul and Toto. Yeah. We will be back tomorrow. Lots on a Friday show. Brett Axe up next. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse.